Hey everybody, it's me, Greg Miller from Kinda Funny, and you're listening to my Xbox and me with my son, MC Fixer. That's right, not Mick Fixer. He doesn't like the Mick Fixer <laughs> thing. Don't say that anymore. Patreon.com slash MC Fixer. Hello, and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 151. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the Northeast, Amy. How are you? <laughs> I'm not letting the raw happen. I'm telling you. I'm telling right. you, it's not happening. It happened. Well... We have wow. a ton to talk about, obviously, on this week's episode. Uh, before all that, let's get the rigmarole out of the way. Uh, if you want to get this show early, you can head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. All those $3, video is 4 You get it up as soon as we record the episode. I get it edited and I throw it up there for you guys. Uh, other than that, you can find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play Store, um, and all other podcast services out there we should have an influx of a lot of people coming in um and we'll get into all that anyway but uh just wanted to put that out there for everyone that's new like i say itunes soundcloud google play uh google play yeah i believe it is and everywhere else so thank you all so much for supporting if you're not subscribed to any of the feeds please go and subscribe there also like i say you can get the video version on the youtube channel youtube.com slash mc no YouTube.com slash my Xbox and me. Oh, God, it's been a long week. It's been a long <laughs> week, and I only did a big weekend. Um, so, yeah, a lot has obviously happened this weekend, uh, not only for myself, but for Amy as well. So let's talk about you first. I had a quiet weekend. Nothing really yeah. happened, you know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so how is it? How is everything? Obviously, I've known for a long, 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 oh, long time. Nah. So good. You must feel so... I don't know what the right relaxed. word is to use. I'm, yeah, re- <laughs> relaxed, empowered, just feeling good about things, I assume. Yeah, like, I don't have to, to, to censor myself um, online. And by that, I mean, like, I might think so, of something to say or do or... Let's roll it back, because we are going to have a big influx of people that have come in because of the weekend that I've had. So, can we sort of explain things? If, in a... Obviously, we're an Xbox podcast. We talk about Xbox, but it's about us, about our personalities, about who we are. So I want to go into it a tiny, tiny bit before that, and then so everyone knows what the hell's going on for new people and old listeners. Yeah, of course, of course we can. So at the beginning of the year, I guess we'll go back to there. Um, I realized that, well, actually, probably a lot earlier, but at the beginning of the year, I accepted um, that I was transgender. So uh, from that point on, I started figuring out what I could do about that, um, oh. and I brought you in. I brought you in quite early to sort of yes. say, "Look, this is this is what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I'm doing," and sort of mm-hmm. kept you sort of up to date as time went on. Um, yeah, and yeah, that that was where it started, and yeah. now here I am. Hi. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, um, for anyone who's listening, and if someone someone's dumb enough to. Say, where's Gary? Gary is Amy. Amy is Gary. It's, it's, it's Gary is no more. Yes. So I I've already said, I already made it very clear in my Twitch chat uh, on Monday that uh, this is probably a little bit for you guys that don't watch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. But for those who don't, like, there's a zero tolerance level with any of this shit. Like, I, I don't want to see a fucking joke. I don't want to see um, anything insensitive in any type of way. I, me personally, I have a zero tolerance level for that, so don't test me. Simple as that's, that's not, not never test him. <laughs> that's not that's not a that's it's not a joke. There's no joke. There is not a single joke acceptable that you may think is funny. Anyone out there, you can keep your opinions to yourselves if they're not positive and uh, respectable. So, yeah, just wanted to put that out there before we 
get into the fun and light-heartedness of this show. Um, well, let's jump in straight away. What is in our box? Amy, what have you been playing? Blackout. So Blackout. much Blackout. Yes. Yeah. So it's, Blackout is out. Well, it was out. It's gone now. Yeah, you can't play it anymore. The beta. What did you think of the beta? I loved it. Like I loved it way more than I thought I was getting. Um, I assumed I was just going to jump in for a couple hours to form an opinion and then have an opinion. And instead, yeah. I kept going back to it and I kept playing it and I kept enjoying it. And I didn't quite. I kept second. Didn't quite win one, but I didn't even get that close. So you're <laughs> way better than me. It's really strange when you get into the um, into the sort of the end game because oh okay, it's quite. It's really fast paced at the beginning. Yeah. Like it's it's quite a small it's a deceptively small map. Um like well designed. Very well very well designed map. Very yeah. well designed. But like you can reach the next circle quite quickly, um, just on foot, stuff like that. But so like you constantly like run in, you can hear the gunshots, you can hear people, you're getting into fights a lot. But once you get down into sort of the last say top ten, top five, it yeah. slows right down. Oh, yeah. So everyone just sort of sneak. So yeah. my experience has been a little bit different to yours. I only got to play it on the Friday that it went off. I think, or did they extend it in the end? I know they, uh, they extended it for like two hours. Got yeah. Okay, yeah. I only got to play it on the Friday before I went off to my meeting. Great. Um, enjoyed what I played. Um, uh, obviously, I've loved most battle royales going forward. I enjoyed the Darwin Project for a little while. I've enjoyed PUBG. I've enjoyed Fortnite. Um, but yeah, I for me it was it was everything I was expecting it to be, which was a battle royale with polish, a battle royale that felt good, a battle royale that I understood instantaneously. Like there's nothing to not understand. It was just jump in, shoot people, get killed. I didn't do well at all. Again, it's learning that matter, it's learning what guns are good, what I need, what this, this, that, boom, boom. Like I say, it it just it was a lot of fun. I have really, really, really enjoyed it. It was it's the thing that I think will get me into Call of Duty now and keep me in Call of Duty for a lot longer than any other Call of Duty game has in the past. Yeah, 100%. So. I can see myself playing this as much as I played Modern Warfare back in the day. Um, yeah, it's just... it's just It just has something. It, it, do you know what it is for me? It's like Fortnite has its thing and PUBG has its thing and now Call of Duty now has its thing. And its thing being that it's more fast-paced, that it's... Again, that I, people, I need people to understand the level of polish that you can tell that is in this. Because it's a Call of Duty game, where you don't have that with PUBG, which is the no. serious shooter. Call of Duty is a serious shooter, yes, but it's way more fast-paced than PUBG is. PUBG is so much slower, hide by a tree for an hour, uh, hide inside the building for an hour. You're not doing that with Call of Duty, from no. what I played anyway. No. Like I said, I only played about five or six matches, uh, yeah, duos, and... Um, Again, didn't play well at all. Was dying very quick, but it was quite easy to jump in, jump out, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I, I say really once you get into it. that sort of top ten thing, it does slow down a bit, but um, naturally, <clears throat> because no one wants to die when they get that far. Whereas you get that when you're far, in, you're like, no. When you're sort of a couple of minutes in, and there's a dude outside, you know, you might, you're not necessarily that fussed about going to fight. Die him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, the, the, it's the fact that it's the. It's the first-person shooting mechanics of Call of Duty in a battle royale. I think that makes yeah. it so easy for me to pick up and play because they are probably like the best first-person shooting mechanics in games. Controversial opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I think it's definitely them and Bungie for de- with Destiny mm-hmm. the the best. It feels the best when you're playing. Um, 
Battlefront, obviously. Battle, uh, sorry, Battlefield. Um, close to them, but still not perfect, in my opinion. Like, I love the way those games feel. And, uh, yeah, it was just a ton of fun. Really enjoyed it. Can't wait to get my hands on it full, fully and be leveling up and stuff like that. I can't wait so much of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So do you think this will kill PUBG? Um, I don't know if it'll kill it outright, but I have a feeling PUBG's numbers are going to go down um, Got when it comes out because I think a lot of people will just jump straight across to it and find that more polished experience and it's a slicker experience and... Yeah, I just think you, you've got the comparisons between PUBG and Call of Duty where you don't have the comparisons between Call of Duty and Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite because... did something so different with building and emotes and skins and its art style that it just doesn't come into the same realm as the other two, right? Yeah, 100%. That's why you don't hear about comparisons between Blackout and Fortnite because there's yeah. no point. Exactly, exactly. Um, anything else you played this week? Uh, again, like last week, just a little bit of Overwatch. Um, of course, enough. of course, <laughs> just enough to keep the keep the uh, drug addiction going. <laughs> exactly, just enough to to take get rid of the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if other than that, or is it? No, that's really? been it. Yeah, I uh, I didn't play much over the weekend, unfortunately, due to just I did more like a. I felt more like a community manager than anything <laughs> else. Um, but I did get a chance to check out Forza Four uh, on the show Ooh. floor, uh, which was uh, Forza Horizon Four, sorry, um, which was fantastic. Enjoyed what I played. It looks beautiful, especially on the 4K TVs they got there. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I want one so bad. I looked at her. He's like, can we get this TV? And she's like, this is an ugly TV. I'm like, but it's so nice. It's so nice. It looks Look so good. <laughs> it looks so yeah, good. It looks so real. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, didn't get to play anything else uh, over the weekend, unfortunately. Is there uh, a lot of did RTX? Is there a lot of uh, a lot of games at RTX? So RTX. Oh, I didn't even talk about my weekend. I sort of just jumped straight into what's in your box. Um, so RTX was is Rooster Teeth uh, Expo, uh, which is held in London at the XL Center. Not really. No. Um, the show floor was never really that big, and it, again, it wasn't really that big this year either. Uh, they had PUBG, they had a PUBG van where you could take a selfie and win a t-shirt, and I got given a couple of t-shirts to give away to you guys, because um, I know the guys at the Xbox booths and stuff like that, so I was like, yo, what can I have to give away? And just like, take oh, a it's... bag, just fill this. No, not quite, <laughs> not quite. I only got a couple. I think I got like two t-shirts, they're both mediums. Uh, and uh, a copy of PUBG to give away, which I've already gave away to a lucky fan. So, yeah, which was dope. But um, yeah, it was it was just it was nice. It was nice. It was just PUBG, um, Forza, and I think they had something on the other side. But again, I'd already played everything that was there really, so I didn't really need to stick around yeah. too much. It was sort of just like, hi guys, I'm here. Not doing Xbox stuff today, but boom. Um, yeah, if you want to hear about my experience of RTX, check out this week's episode of Fix and Friends. Uh, me and Haley will be shooting that and talking about it all there. Doesn't really fit in with Xbox, so yeah, you'll hear about more. But yeah, I did meet Greg Miller. I did. He did. All my yeah. all my dreams come true. But you'll hear about it more later at another time. Uh, let's jump into straight into topic of the show this week, Amy, which is oh. uh, Dead Rising Studio, Capcom Vancouver, shut down. Capcom Vancouver, the studio behind Dead, the Dead Rising franchise, has been shut down by its parent company, Capcom. Uh, this came as a surprise to the employees because it doesn't seem like they were given any notice, given the fact that Capcom has seen 
a lot of success in its recent years with the franchises such as resident evil monster hunter and monster hunter it's surprising that they would close capcom vancouver however capcom let's try that again however capcom vancouver was the only studio not producing critically acclaimed experiences which broke records according to its uh, various reports dead rising 4 didn't sell that well uh, even when it came to the PS4 as well, because we all know it was a timed exclusive on the Xbox, uh, and we all know how critics scored it, which was low. Myself included, did not enjoy the Dead Rising 4. Uh, this may be a result of the company's new strategy to focus on staple franchises, the studio that produce uh, produces either blockbusters or critically acclaimed games will survive. So uh, obviously, I've I've got I've got a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, what do what do you make of it all? I mean. That's a high bar, right? Like, if you're not making critically acclaimed blockbuster games that are setting records, <laughs> like Jesus. I think the numbers, the numbers that were going around about uh, Capcom Vancouver was they lost 13 million pounds uh, on Dead Rising Four, um, which is a lot of money. Mm. Uh, again, I just Dead Rising. I've been a fan of Dead Rising. I, I tweeted this out. The, I've been a Dead Rising since number one. I remember it being on the Xbox and absolutely loving it. One, two. Uh, off the record, two, three, bought all the DLC for all those games. I even played for and bought the season pass for it, as we all know. Uh, on this very podcast, slagged it off. It was Dead Rising 4 to me was awful. It was nothing that I liked from the series. It was this weird mixture between it being serious and not serious. It was set at Christmas, which to me never works. Um, it, it just, it, nothing about it felt great. It was all okay. And a Dead Rising game is meant to be fun and silly and enjoyable. And it didn't have multiplayer apart from, like, it didn't have a multiplayer in the story. It only had multiplayer in, like, a weird golf mode and, like, this weird zombie horde type mode thing. And it was just a bit like, this isn't what I want from the series. So deep down, I was holding out hope. I remember a couple of months ago, uh, we had the reports that Capcom Vancouver was scaling back. Um, its team to work on Capcom, uh, work on Dead Rising 5 and I was like yes thank god because what they're going to do is they're going to scale back and then go back to its roots of Dead Rising which is the silly nature which is the drinking mixing potion uh, mixing drinks to then get fast uh, run fast or mixing things to then breathe fire or whatever it was like there was just so much fun in that game and in 4 they stripped it all back I was hoping they were going to go back to that but unfortunately they haven't been given the chance to do it which can you really blame them? Can I? No, I mean, I guess not. Yeah, I, I don't blame them. Capcom's a business. Yeah, I mean, if they and lost it's... a bunch of money on on the game, and then maybe they weren't that happy with what they were seeing. What they were seeing with Dead Rising Five, then it... exactly, exactly. Honestly, I think that's the case. Like, did, did you, was you ever into Dead Rising? Like, not really. No, I played the first one a bit when it first came out, um, and the second one and the third. Actually, to be honest, I dipped in and out of all four of them. Would be fair, but. Got it, yeah. um, never really stuck with one. Dead Rising Two, oh, such a fantastic game. Such a, that is the one that had the best boss battles, had the best the best story. Again, I don't think any of the stories are actually that great, but it's not about the story. It's about the world you're in. It's about the the bosses you interact with. Their silly nature. I will play Dead Rising Two all day long because it's fantastic. The question I want to pose to you is: Do you think Xbox should go and get the IP? Why not? <laughs> does it have that much does it have that na- that much name recognition it's always been known as an xbox exclusive we know it's not sold well do you think they should go and get the ip and put some money behind it or do you think the name is so tarnished at this point that even a reboot wouldn't be a good idea 
I don't think they could go and get the IP. They don't necessarily need to put massive amounts of money behind it. Um, they could put it in that same sort of space as uh, State of Decay. Um, okay, yeah. Where it's not yeah. a full-on AAA game, but it's still Dead Rising, so it's still probably going to sell reasonably decently with a smaller budget. What I like the idea of, and this is what I come up in my head with, I would like for them to go and get it and then make it like an episodic TV series type thing with the Dead Rising world, where like it's telling a story, but once you finish that story, you've still got the open world nature to go and do what you want until the next bit of story comes out that then expands that world a little bit more and gives you more story, and then you go and go and go, maybe five episodes or something. I don't know. I feel like they could do that with Game Pass really well and really yeah, easy. Because, yeah, because it's in Game Pass. You can just pick it up whenever. That's the that's the whole point. Out. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. they need stuff. To, they need to start producing content for Game Pass. A series like Dead Rising has enough name recognition that people will play it, but not enough that people will necessarily pay sixty pound for it anymore, which we've learned. But I don't know. I just feel like there's something they could do there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, this week's episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by your boy, Mike Lynch. And Mike Lynch says, Mike Lynch loves fix. Okay. Simple as. That's it. Thank you. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you for supporting this show. Uh, I said in my latest video that'll be up soon. Without Mike Lynch, none of this would have happened. My weekend at RTX wouldn't have happened. My, me going to EGX tomorrow wouldn't happen. Me running this show for 151 episodes wouldn't happen. Me streaming eight hours a day on twitch.tv slash mcfixer wouldn't happen. So thank you thank so you much, Mike. Mike Lynch, for all your support. Coming soon. Amy, what you got for me? Oh, yeah, that's me, right? <laughs> I've got three games. Three games. So, the, okay, for, for the new people coming in, wondering what we do here at the Coming Soon segment, Coming Soon is where we go through the new games coming out on Xbox this week. Um, when we've got a slow news story, I usually play the guessing game where I pretty much say everything's a puzzle platformer. Uh, but, yeah, you will learn if you stick with us what is going on just here. So, yeah. Go on, talk to me. What we got? <laughs> We've got Valkyria Chronicles 4 coming out on September 25th. I'm not, I'm not, Joe, I've heard about this game so much, I don't actually know what it is. Is it a JRPG? It or, is, yeah. <laughs> I, I assume so. Yeah. Okay. It's a strategy JRPG. Uh, with, like, are you, are you into the series? Stuff. Um, yeah, I am. Um, uh... The, there was a, the one that came out last year, which wasn't an RPG, which was like an action game. It was, it was oh, okay. atrocious. Um, oh. So I'm hoping this is a, this is like a return to the, the series roots and a return to form. Got um, but yeah, basically, Japanese RPG on the Xbox. Hey, we need them. You better support them. If you want more, you better go support it. I'm we just saying. Uh, we've also, on September 25th, this is The Police 2. Oh, that's the the is that the that's the top down? Is it top down? I can't that remember. You don't know. I yeah, <laughs> it's, I know what I've I've seen the first one in this game. I believe it's top down, like in the same realm as like Hotman Hotline Miami, that type of game. I believe I could be wrong though. Uh, it isn't. No, now I'm no? starting to question if I'm remembering this game correctly. Ah, <laughs> I, that's I, I'm sure I've seen this game before. Um, I think one... I've seen it at EGX before. Like the first game, not the second. Oh game. yeah, they're like it's one of those games that's always at EGX. No, this is like yeah. a strategy game. Um, I've just pulled up a screenshot and remembered. It's like you're the police chief, um, and you've got to send out your 
squad cars and available cops and stuff to deal with crimes but there's a whole thing there's like a whole thing where you've got to make decisions and like do you want to get paid or not it's 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 really interesting i played the first one for a couple hours oh, okay sounds um, interesting i'm looking forward to, to picking up the, the second one um, cool. it's been out on pc for a couple of months but now it's coming to xbox nice and the last one is called think of the children I don't know. Help me cool. out. I'm, I'm going to read the, the description. <laughs> um, <laughs> little Bobby's dead. The barbecue is on fire. Jen's eating Damn. poison as berries. And the birthday cake still needs icing. It's just another wonderful day out with the kids in Think of the Children, a frantic cooperative parenting simulator. Okay. Well, shout out to Bobby. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, get a chance. You know. But, um, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace, Bobby. But no, it's like a um, it's like a top down co-op, uh, co-op parenting simulator where it's like it's crazy shits going on all over the place, and you've got to look after these kids. And... Mm, okay, it, it looked quite interesting. I never heard of it before, but apparently it's been out for like a year on PC. I mean, the so. problem you've got. Shout out to all these games, by the way. And I'd pick of the week. I'd say Vicario Chronicles, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but the problem we've got is you've got Tomb Raider. You've got everything else on top of it right now. It's like, I haven't got time to play even that, let alone all of these. But and everything yeah. else right around the corner as well. Oh, don't I don't want to talk about it. Don't I talk need about to it just, totally, I yeah. want to just go in a, I just want to go in a cave and just hide for a week after EGX. But yeah. We'll see. I mean, you'll have the time. <laughs> but only if it's, if it's only a week. I haven't got the time. I haven't got the time. <laughs> I've got Tomb Raider to get through. <laughs> Um, yeah. I've got it sitting there still in its wrapper like just like I can't play it I, at least I your copy turned up <laughs> yeah true yeah you had troubles with yours didn't you or something yeah there's a whole thing with uh, the rental players it's as much my fault as it is theirs but I'm going to blame them 100% of course of course mm-hmm. uh, alright let's get into the news this week uh, first news story is all about Amy's favourite thing in the whole entire world which is loot boxes but 15 European gambling, gambling regulators unite to tackle loot box threat. Less than a week after the Belgium after Belgium began a crime investigation into FIFA's loot boxes, uh, 15 gambling regulators from Europe and one from the US have together announced they will be, a quote, address the risk created by the blurring of lines between gaming and gambling, end quote. The collaboration effort organized at the 2018 Gambling Regulations uh, Europe Forum includes the sing- si- sorry, signation from the signatures from the UK. New people coming in, by the way. You'll get that a lot. I'm dyslexic. Words kill me. You're probably thinking, why the hell are you the host? I'm just that good. Yes. Um, from the UK, uh, France, Ireland, Spain, and even the US via the Washington State Gambling Commission. The key focus uh, for the parties involved appeal to be tackling, quote, tackling unlicensed third-party websites offering illegal gambling linked to popular video games, end quote. If you're working what, if you're work, trying to wonder what that is, uh, Think back to skin betting sites like CSGO, uh, CSGO, which allowed users to bet real money on the pot of their CSGO items until Valve cracked down on the site in 2016. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the investigations uh, won't stop there. The regulators state game providers must ensure that f- these features within the game, such as loot boxes, do not... Uh, 
consult gaming under national laws. Yada 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 yada. I'm so sick of talking about this. If I'm honest with you, like it's I just sort of tune out yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of just over it. Um, loot boxes are just like one of those things that I'm like. <sighs> but I get we got to talk about it. Um, we are slowly like seem to be moving towards this point where it's not a good idea to put them in your game anymore. Really. I mean, I know, it means you're on the different sides of this. That you think it's gambling, I don't think it's gambling. I think once it's proven that it is gambling, game companies are going to have to come up with another creative way to make more money. Because I was talking to, well, not naming any names, but I was talking to someone at uh, RTX this week, and they said that they spent over a thousand pounds on FIFA. A thousand pounds. Yeah. And that shook me to my core. Oh yeah. I was I was in shock. And you know what I said? I said every time you think about uh buying a loot every time you buy a loot box, donate a pound to charity, that charity being me. So uh yes. go to my go to my Twitch channel. <laughs> that's what I said. So like, that's nuts. Oh yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. A thousand pounds. Can you imagine? Spend a thousand pounds on FIFA loot boxes. No, I've never had a thousand pounds spent on anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, trust me, I know that one. Um, but yeah, to me, it was just like, wow, that is that's ridiculous. And this this, this is someone that is uh, is a friend. This is someone that uh, works in the industry. This is someone that just loves FIFA. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like I'm not I'm not saying it's wrong. It just sort of it's shook just, me that it happened. Wow, Jesus. Yeah, yeah and, no, and like, my... I've always heard about the people that do it, but I've never met one. So to yeah. see one in the flesh, I'm like, wow, you're real people with a lot you, of money. You exist. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, I, I was talking to Keith about it uh, last week on, on my podcast because um, loot boxes keep coming up. Your podcast what? What is that? Uh, my podcast? Yeah, what's Where's it called? Words about games cast. And, and, yeah, you know, shut up. I'm anyway, training you. Yeah. <laughs> Slow. I'll learn eventually. Slowly but, but surely. No, he was talking to because there's someone he um he works with at his day job. He literally he has like a weekly allowance to spend. He spends on FIFA Ultimate Team packs. Wait, he has a weekly allowance that he allows himself to spend on FIFA Ultimate Team. Yes, he, he, he has like a budget where he spends a certain amount on FIFA Ultimate Team packs. But you realize that he spent sixty pounds on the game first of all, right? Um, yeah, I'd oh, hope okay. so. Okay, I'd hope so. Okay. okay. I, I, I didn't mean, ask any more questions. I didn't want I'm, to know the answers. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here quiet on this one. It just, I'm glad things are being done. I'm glad we're cracking down on sites that. It's, I, I like the idea of being able to make money from video games, but I get why it's not a good idea. The hustler in me is like, yo, <laughs> let's do get this. Paid. But the the MC fixer, the, the journalist. I'm not really a journalist, but I felt that one this week though. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like I've been told, let me tell you, I've been told so much off the record stuff by multiple people that I'm like, what the hell? What the <laughs> hell? Like honestly, I'm just like, ah, oh, this sucks. But whatever. All the secrets. Ah, <laughs> oh, it sucks. It sucks. But yeah, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect it. All right, moving on. Uh, Witcher's Adventure Thornbreaker. Hits the Xbox One in December. CD Projekt Red have rolled out. Uh, sorry, CD Projekt Red have been on a roll recently. Not only did the team unveil the first gameplay f- footage from Cyberpunk 2077, which is fantastic, but the studio is also releasing two games this year: Gwent, 
uh, has been in beta for months now, but finally releases uh, as a proper release on October 23rd, 2018. Uh, PC users will be able to play the final build also, uh, and Xbox One and PS4 owners will have it on December 4th. That's not all though. On October 23rd and December 4th, uh, for consoles, CD Projekt Red will release another game tied to Gwent called Thornbreaker, The Witch's Towels. According to the source, Thornbreaker is an isometric role-playing game with card battles according to the developer. Quote, the game spins a truly region, uh, re- reg- regal. regal, regal tower of Mev, Mevine, Mev, uh, look, whatever, a war veteran queen of the two northern realms. So, if you're excited about Thornbreaker, be excited. If you're not, don't be. Me, I just like to kill things in The Witcher 3. I went back and played it not too long ago and just saw oh, yeah. the question marks and I turned it off straight away. You were just like, no, I ain't got time for like, that. I'm not doing it. It's like, I can't. Yeah. I just don't have it in me. I just don't have That's it in fair. me. It scares me. It intimidates me so much. question marks. It just it intimidates me so much. I mean, I love the game, finished it, but Gwent never got me at all. Like, no, more power to the yeah. people that it did, but me, just, no, no. I never played it in The Witcher 3, like, apart from that one time you have to I mean, the one time you have to do the mission. Yeah. yeah, that was about it. That was about it. I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. I, I mean, don't just... get me wrong, I thought it was cool. I was just, but there was so much cooler stuff happening in the game. I was just like, why would I stop to I play? I mean, it's great to have a game within a game, but now they've had, now the game within the game has been a, become a game and spun off a game. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. crazy, right? It's crazy. I mean, I was super surprised when they were like here's a 30 hour single player adventure alongside this thing which is going to be like story driven and role playing and exploration and car battles and i was like jesus guys yeah like yeah it was but people loved it so oh yeah more power to them next up uh fallout 76 dlc will be free bethesda has uh said uh, that the future of fallout 76 uh dlc will become completely free bethesda hopes to fund all of the fallout 76 post-release material through the main game's use of selling custom uh cosmetic upgrades uh, again this has divided the community on a plus side when bethesda wants to make any good dlc they will think back to the fallout 3 dlc or the dlc all amazing and lengthy on the downside some of the fallout 4 dlc was questionable and not worth the money i'll tell you right now i totally agree with that fallout 4 dlc i've got the season pass that the building one the that dlc not very good not very good okay the settlement building one it was a weird one. It was like, yeah, nah. I wasn't a fan of settlement building in the game at all, to be fair. I mean, the concept of the idea was always fun to me. I just don't think... I think it was overcomplicated, too overcomplicated for me. I want it to be a bit more like Sims. I don't want to plumb yeah. the water in on Sims. I just want to put things in that then work. Like I the electrical the stuff, that all that part, I like the yeah. idea of it. I just wanted it to work. I didn't want to have to actually do it all. Connect it all yeah. together to make it work. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. I just found that when it was in th- in first person, it was just, yeah, it wasn't, it was awkward trying to build in first person. I mean, you swap out. You know, we couldn't swap out, could you? No. No, you're right. Interesting. 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 Uh, also, Pete Hines has stated that he wants Fallout 76 to quote, last forever end quote but with the loot boxes still being a, such a uh, conversational topic at the moment will bethesda keep their word about the free dlc will they keep their word yeah you I think, think so? so i think so they're gonna do something to annoy people 
I can feel it. I mean, technically, they already did what they announced Fallout 76. The game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for this game. Are you? Um, let me get through October first, and then <laughs> I'll be excited. I mean, I just like the. I like. I want. I like Fallout. I, Fallout 4 was my first game. I like Fallout. It's a lot of fun. I like multiplayer. It's a lot of fun. I like Rust. That's what this kind of reminds me of. It's just like, yeah, sure, I'm in. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play it. And I'll see what it does for me. Like, I was a bit cool in Fallout 4. Got so maybe this is like the twist that it needs to, to really get me back into, into it. Fair enough. Next up, Rocksteady Studios' next project will be announced in Q1 2019. This is a rumor. We do not know if this is factual. Batman Arkham Knight launched in 2015, and since then, we have yet to hear about the new project from Rocksteady Studios. They have been reportedly working on a game, but with no reveal in sight. Currently, a new rumor, again, rumor, states that their uh, next project is close to getting released soon. Uh, the sources of this rumor is a freelance journalist with tires inside the games industry. According to him, depend, uh, depending on if certain development milestones are met, uh, Warner Brothers Interactive might finally reveal the next project, uh, Rocksteady Studios, either in Q1 2019 or at E3 2019. What could it be? With everything that's going on in DC, apart from, like, obviously it's games are pretty good, the Batman games. Yeah, um, definitely. They're fantastic games apart from Arkham Knight, which, come at me, I don't care. I didn't like that game. Suck I mean, it. Depends where you play it, right? Play it on PC? You know. I played it on console. I played it on Xbox yeah. One. But I still Same. didn't like the game. Didn't like it. Oh, didn't like God. It. Yeah, we I all mean, know the best Batman game don't is Origins. Oh, why you got to be so, so long? Because like, I'm right. I mean, you're really not. I'm 100% right. You're 100%. Not, you didn't say Asylum, so you're not right. Asylum, I think Origins, City, Asylum, Night. How dare you? I mean, I played Origins first, <laughs> then Asylum, then City, then Night. Is that the order they play out in? Whatever order uh, they, they the play out in. That's the story order, is the, yeah. Is the way I did it, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not a Batman fan. I, wasn't, I didn't really care. So when I played these games, I was just like, Huh, okay, cool, I'll check it out, why not? And then everyone was like, oh, you're doing it all wrong! And I was like, Psh. Give a shit. Do it I'm the way you want. I want. It. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come out with things like Origins is the best game, because it is. I don't have the energy to argue with you. <laughs> um, it's been a long week already. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's an interesting one, because, yeah, the DC film universe seems to be collapsing all around them. Yep. Um, so I don't know. Like the, the rumor is, it could be a Superman game. The rumor is, it could be a Justice League game. At this point, I'm just gonna sit back and go, whatever it is. <laughs> like I'm still hoping for a, a Suicide Squad game. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, that I was liked, the other studio, wasn't it? I don't like the get film, but I liked what they tried to do with the film, and like it actually got me into like characters I didn't know before because yeah. I'm not a DC guy, I'm a Marvel guy. So watching that, I was like. I can see the potential. You didn't do it again because you're crap at films, but I can see the potential. Yeah. So, yeah. Hypes you up for that game they teased at the end of Origins that they never released. What was that? <laughs> uh, remind me, what was that? Oh, uh, at the end of Origins where there was um, there was a tease for uh, a Suicide Squad game. Oh, was there? Yeah. Because it, was it, be it wasn't being made by Rocksteady. It was being made by Warner Brothers Montreal. 
Yes. So everyone assumed they were making that while Rocksteady were making Arkham Knight, but nothing ever seemed to happen with it. God, yeah. I mean, I played that so long ago, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I just remember loving it, honestly. That one, I, anyway. All right, it was enjoyable. Great game. It. Great game. Uh, all right, next up, EA is trying to make FIFA 19 less confusing. I mean... Is it that confusing? I mean, you watch me play Apparently. FIFA pretty regularly. Like, is it confusing? I just, I, I only turn up to watch you play FIFA to watch you shout at everybody. I do do that. Twitch.tv slash mcfixer. I'm the gaffer, all right? <laughs> Not you. But yeah, I, I'm cool. Uh, EA, uh, EA, sorry, EA's on a drive uh, to de-dem... Demystify. Thank you. Uh, FIFA. Which is a long time coming. I mean, I don't get this. Okay, cool. The publisher has published uh, the second uh, post in its new patch note series, which is designed to take the confusion out of FIFA. The subject of the second uh, p- uh, patch notes uh, post is FIFA Ultimate Team's chemistry. Anyone who's fussed with FIFA Ultimate Team will know how important chemistry is to the performance of your players. But most people don't understand how it impacts players because EA hadn't put the information in the game as previously leaked in fifa 19 changes uh individual players chemistry can now be viewed in its ability section of players bios where he so this is all wait wait wait. so this is all about all my team yes this is no one cares i don't play all my team i mean i come in i sort of i they're not making FIFA less confusing. They're making ultimate team less confusing because that's the mode that makes all the money i'm not looking to read this crap I'm so saw, lucky that this is my FIFA. god. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm so lucky this is my show because this is where I get to. Thank you for doing the patch notes, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> no, fuck FIFA on this one. I'm just. I'm no. They're not making. They, they, was that the was that the actual header? Yes. The, they're making. Who wrote this article? Do you know? Uh, Eurogamer. F Eurogamer for this one. I love you guys. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but no. No, no, no. They're not making FIFA 19 less confusing. They're making FIFA 19 Ultimate Team less confusing. Get out of here. I'm not reading the rest of this. I'm, I I'm glad I put that in just because I got a rant out of you. So. Joke. What a joke. What a joke of a title. What a joke. No. No, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Uh, next Everybody up. tweet at Eurogamer with a clip of this, <laughs> this Please rant. don't. Please don't. <laughs> My Twitter's just gone all the way up. Please do not get me unfollowed <laughs> by, like, everyone. People are going to find out who I really am now. Like, oh, that fixed up was so nice. And it's like, wow, he ranted about FIFA. How <sighs> dare he? It's just like everyone just unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Like, oh, no. Uh, Major Nation tweeted, uh, Brutal Legend and Greg Hastings Pink paint, Paintball 2? What the hell was that? Are coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility. Brutal is already on Xbox One back, backwards compatibility, isn't it? I guess not. I mean, it is now. This is I a couple assu- of days ago. I assumed it was. Huh, interesting. Apparently not. No, I saw AC Pongos tweeted out. Yes, uh, my man Graham. How you doing, Graham? My dude. I know you listen. How you, have you missed me? I missed you. Uh, games with gold this month uh, Prison Architect from September 1st to September 30th Live Lock from September 16th to October 15th Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars from September 1st to September 15th Sega Vintage Collection Monster World from September 16th to September 30th You actually can no longer get Lego Star Wars I'm sorry I, I messed up I'm sorry That is so weird watching you edit that in real time I'm sorry <laughs> Amy If people want to email in they can head over to 
myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. That is myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. You can email questions, comments, concerns, segments you want to see, people you want on the show, how much you hate me or how much you love me, how much you love Amy, how much you hate Amy. Um... Let's jump straight in with the first one, and it says, Fix an Amy. I want it to be special, so I emailed in to congratulate you on your 151st episode. Woo! <laughs> I mean... We, we did yeah, it. Okay, you, what that really means is you forgot 150, right? Can't imagine you have anything else big going on in this episode. <laughs> I started listening around episode 10. I started looking for podcasts while in the gym on a pre-wedding weight loss workout. I emailed in almost straight away with a name for the mailing bag, Fixer's Sack. I even stuck uh, with Ross when he started a little podcast for Reddit. I never lost any weight, by the way. (laughs) I listened to you during my honeymoon in Mexico and during some rough times in a special... Uh, in the special care baby unit with my newborn daughter. I've never met Fix or Amy or Ross or Kevin or the American guy, Crash, uh, but you've been with me through some of the best memories. Sorry, I didn't read all this email, so I'm getting a little bit choked oh, up. Um, you can do it. I, some of the best memories I have. And my best gaming memories involve a certain podcast host, a motorcycle, and an early access copy of PUBG. Anyways, congratulations on 151 episode, and let's hope we get 151 more. Matt, gamertag, little Smee, L-I-L space S-M-I-Y. Matt, thank you. Thank you so much for that. That's a fantastic email. Um, I I still remember um, the early days of this podcast, and I remember when you sent me the picture of you on the beach listening to the show, and I was actually with Hayley, and like, Oh my god, I've made it! <laughs> like to know people care about this show. I say it, we say it so much, but to know that people listen every single week, I see the numbers, I see what goes on. But to know that people care, to know that people listen, to know that people email in, to know that you're, I help you through the good times and bad, just like you guys have done for me, as you all know. Um, thank you, thank you for listening. Agreed. Nothing, nothing to and add also, yes. the the. The um the PUBG motorcycle incident. Oh, I knew you was gonna mention this. That <laughs> moment was one of the most furating moments ever. That, it's like, where are you going? Come back. And then we all know what happened. That was and one of the don't... greatest things. I've still got the clip up. Twitch.tv slash words about games. It's like there my second go. most viewed get me clip. <laughs> I mean, it was a great clip. It was a fantastic clip. Next email we got here says, Hey famous fix and the beauty and, and the beauty. <laughs> Beauty from the North East. So happy to see things going well for everyone in the My Xbox and Me world. I wanted your opinion on tutorials. With the rising complexity in games and the decrease in time I get to play, I am I am no I am no coming round to the idea of good tutorials at the start of a game. As long as it's not I am now. Thank you. Just edit that. I was better. What? That just threw me off. I am now coming around on the idea of it's a good tutorial to start a game. As long as it's not too long, but accurate information, I can jump into the game and utilize my time rather than fannying around uh, trying to do uh, trying to guess what to do. Graveyard Keeper was what got me thinking about this question, as it let me run around like a headless chicken, constantly looking for guides online, which reduces the time I got to enjoy the game. 
What do you think of the tutorials and how often do you actually use them uh, in games? Keep on keeping on and thanks for all the laughs, Tech. Tech, thank you for the email. I appreciate it. Um, please start off. Um, I mean, this comes up a lot with me because I play a lot of uh, Japanese games. And what they tend to do is they tend to bombard you with all of the information all at once at the very beginning of the game, which is super not helpful because I only remember about 25% of it. Um, the best kind of tutorial is the one that just kind of it keeps going as the game goes through. Every time you you need to do something new, the game just goes, hey, by the way, you just do this. And then you just do it and you're learning without actually realizing that you're learning a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Totally, totally agree with you. Um, I agree with you on the Graveyard Keeper tutorial, which is awful, which is a shame because the game's actually really good. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Me, I'm I've always said I'm not very good at games. Like I'm not very good at video games. Like if you you put a game in front of me, I think I had this famous quote where I said uh, on Twitch uh, that I don't play games to think because I was getting that frustrating frustrated with a game. I can't remember where it was, and everyone took the Mickey out of me because I don't. I play games to enjoy a good story or to enjoy great gameplay, or but I don't enjoy games that are constantly. I think it was during Batman, actually, it was during Batman. Because there's just little moments in Batman, one of the Batman games, where you have to like look up, and you don't realise, or it doesn't make it very clear that you can get onto that or go through that or whatever it may be. And um, yeah, I agree with you with Graveyard Keeper's tutorial. It's not very good, and it, it's a shame because it's a great game. Um, I like tutorials, but I agree with Amy on this, where it's the tutorials that just carry on. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know Spider Man's not a Xbox game, but it does it great because it always reminds you. I was actually just do. about to say Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, Spider-Man does a great job of it. I know for this audience, it's like, oh, but it does. It always reminds you what to do. It always reminds you. And it's not like over-intrusive. It's not over, like, just there. It's not there in your face, but it's there yeah. off to the side. Like, hey, remember you have to hold uh, square to knock the guy up in the air. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, thanks. And then you go back to the game and you don't even think about it. So, yeah, it's a like, game... It's like off in the corner. It's like if... If you already remembered it, you're not even going to see that tip. Yeah. I mean, for me, it depends on the game, definitely. I don't need a tutorial reminder on Siege or PUBG or whatever like that. Um, but certain other games, it, it definitely depends on the game. But I like it to always be there and always remind me. Or, But in a non-intrusive way. I hate it when a game opens up with a tutorial where like it's like, oh, do this and do this and do this. And you're like, could you not have showed me this during the story? Like, I think like, games like the wish i do a great job where like you when you play as um siri and like teaches you the fighting mechanics is part yeah. of the story um and stuff like that so yeah i just i like i like tutorials i think they're very helpful i enjoy them um when they're done right but when they're done poorly and not executed well that's where the problems lie but thank you for the email tech appreciate it last email Remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. That is my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, last one says, Hi, Fix, hi, MC Fixer. I will try and make this one less of a wall. Amy. Indecipherable. Why would you use a big word? You must have listened to this show before and you know that I'm dumb. Really? Text. I just, I love the idea, uh, the irony of indecipherable being a. Really Enjoy it. I, can, I can break it down, but 
I don't want to be sitting here going, in dear sire, uh, 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 like I can do it, but that's how I read. Like if I'm reading yeah. a book, and that's what I try to explain to people, like because people are obviously like, this guy's a fucking idiot. It's like, no, I'm not dumb. I just have to sign things out, and I don't want to do it on the show. So it's yeah. much easier for my co-host to go, that word, boom, that word, that, that word. word, that yeah. word, that word. Otherwise, we're here for an hour of me going, in the sire. Uh, my 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 fiance is a teacher. Trust me. I know my phonics. Um, I listen to, I listen on uh, Google. Sorry, that threw me off. You editing it. I like this. Sorry. I like using Google. No, but it was brilliant. Um, I listen on Google podcast app after I got fed up of SoundCloud, not remembering where I left off when I got in slash out of the car and having to guess where I'd left off. Number Someone one, listens. somebody listened to the podcast. I asked them to tell me they listen on there and someone actually does. So I know that it works. Remember, I can't check the Google Play stuff. I got it set up on a VMP once. I no longer pay for the VMP, so I can't check. So it's like magic that even gets there to you guys, honestly. <laughs> so thank you. Anybody else that listens on the Google Play app, please, I beg you, email in. I want to hear it. It's like a magic thing to me, I swear. <laughs> um, loot boxes. Not that I've played FIFA, but from your description, at least they haven't added swaps uh, to the game in a similar surrounding way to get a way to get rid of if stickers didn't want them i collected football cards as a kid so it's less bad personally i'm less worried about whether loot boxes in general are gambling than i am more worried that they use the same gambling. i wonder what effect they have on kids who play these games whether it be predisposers thank you that uh, predisposes them to more likely to have a gambling issue later in life i think i think i I think may take I think it may take that anything with randomized loot boxes that can be bought for real money probably need to be automatic eighteen rating. Interesting. At least in part because people can dra- draft and let their kids people can be daft and let their kids loose on an Xbox phone except account with a credit card tied to them rather than the more sensible but annoying buying cards when they want something and they can easily spend money they shouldn't to get that one more thing they really want from jonathan steed stead steed stead 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 Stead. i mean i agree with you and i'm I'm definitely not on the side of this that that doesn't think that it has the hooks to make it be gambling but i don't agree like you said but it's not gambling um, I don't think I'm with you on the uh, every game with loot boxes should be 18 plus. I get why you think that, and I get why you've come to that. But for me, I just think that that imagine FIFA being 18. Like, there's nothing in FIFA to make it an 18 apart from it has loot boxes that we can all agree on has hooks that could make you a gambler. I think the the hard part about all this is it's coulda woulda shoulda. It's, it could make you a gambler. I mean, you could go to an eating contest and see someone eat, and then you could want to go home and just eat all day long. It could. I know it's not a great example, but you get it what could. I'm trying to say. <laughs> but you could. So the problem there is... The problem you've got, and it's going to sound really horrible, and I'm not like I'm not being horrible. I don't mean it like this, maybe. But it's if, you're a, if you have a, an addictive personality to gambling, maybe you should stay away from games that have loot boxes. And I know that's so hard to say where it's like, well, not being funny. Why should I be the one to be penalized away from this great game just because it has loot boxes and you have a illness? And I totally get that 
it's something people suffer with. I know people myself that have suffered with it. Um, myself, I've not not to. I wouldn't say I've like been that bad, but I used to love a fruit machine back in the day. Like I couldn't walk in anywhere without putting money in a fruit machine. As a kid, my dad owned a game shop that had fruit machines, so I was brought up around gambling and playing and playing and playing. I'm lucky it never got to a place where I was putting myself at risk or putting too much money at risk. But I totally get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I just I think it's something we're going to have to just keep evolving with as an industry. Uh, I don't know where you come down on it all. No, it is. I, it's something that we've got to sort of figure out um, as an industry. I think I think it has gone too far in terms of things like Battlefront Two, for example. Like being Battlefront Two is always the example that comes to my mind because yeah. it went way too far um, with what it was trying to do. Um, That's but, the wrong way to do it. Yeah, but, but there are is... examples of the right way. Yeah. There are. Um, maybe there just needs to be. So I don't know. Like the the thing about loot boxes compared to things like microtransactions and season passes and stuff like that is there's no upper limit to how much money you can spend on on loot boxes. No. Like if you buy a season pass for like say twenty five quid, let's say, then that's all you spend on it. You, you're not yeah, going to buy another season pass. Yeah. Um, whereas if you buy twenty five quid worth of loot boxes, and you get sucked in by the dopamine rush or you don't get the thing that you were really looking for there's nothing to yep. stop you spending another 25 pound on buying more loot boxes and then that all builds on itself i mean like you're talking to a guy who spent a thousand pound on fifa, FIFA. team packs yeah. but again but again let's use that as an example but there's nothing wrong with that if you have a no. thousand pound and you're not putting yourself at risk and you're not putting your rent at risk and you're not putting your life at risk and you can afford to spend a thousand pound that's more yeah. power to you Definitely. Um, and I'm definitely of the of the mind of a company. I, I think like a company. That's how I think. So I don't know if I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't, I don't have the. That's answers. the issue. Yeah. I feel like Kanye West. I don't have the answers, Sway. But yeah, for me, it's just like I don't know how to fix it. But I know there's a problem there. I don't think that it should be taken away. For me, I would much rather these companies actually let us know what's in the loot boxes, What how, what's the chances of me getting, I'll use a FIFA for instance, a Christian Ronaldo card. Because I think once I've got that on a spreadsheet, and I know, I think part of me is going to go a 0.002%. Yeah. Nah, not I worth wonder it. If, um, I wonder if, and this probably can't apply to FIFA, um, I wonder if a game like, say, Overwatch, for example, um, like if they use the loot boxes as a cheaper way like if they have two sort of systems set up so there's the loot boxes which are the cheaper option and then there's like a store where you can buy the skins or the sprays for for real money that's a more expensive option but you're you're paying more money to get the thing that you actually want if that makes sense so okay i get so you're saying like okay that's really interesting because i'm not going to open any loot boxes like it's a running joke on my on my Twitch streams every time I yeah. play Overwatch. I've got like sixty loot boxes or something that I haven't opened. I'm never going to open them because that puts me at risk of them thinking, "Shit, I want to I want to do them do that more. I'm going to go and buy some." And I, I don't want to be at that point. But at the same time, there's skins that I really want, and there's like voice lines and emotes that I really want that I can't get because I'm not opening the loot boxes. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't like, think I'd it would work them. with FIFA. Yeah. Because like, it's there's not so many for... players that that's just that would be such a huge catalog, but and it kind of defeats the object of the game. But I get what you mean with a game like with yeah cosmetics. It's fine in FIFA. It would be pay to win. 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah, literally breaks yeah. the game. Um, hmm. But if that's I something drop, to think like, about. Ten pound on a skin that I really want, I'd do it. That's that, yeah, that's enough, your choice. So. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Hmm. Something to think on for next week. Something to think on. All right, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Amy, we got to plug this week. Oh, let's see. Well, we'll go with twitch.tv slash wordsaboutgames, where I'm finally to a schedule that I'm sticking with. I stream every Monday night, every Thursday night, and every Saturday night. Or sometimes through the day on Saturday. It depends what's going on. Fair enough. Remember, uh, anything else? No, that'll do. Uh, remember, youtube.com slash myxboxandme is where you can watch the video version of this show. Also, a ton of other content. Uh, Amy's just put up a uh, review. An impressions review. We're still working at the kinks on what we're doing, but I've put it up as a review because I think it's well done and it explains your points perfectly. Uh, as a review on PUBG's full release, so go and check that out. Uh, other than that, we've got more contributors coming to the channel very, very, very soon, so be excited. Be expecting more content there. Um, reviews, I'm going to try and get back on them, or definitely impression pieces, so it should be fun. Uh, Xbox related, so that is all my Xbox and me. Remember, if you're watching on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Store, subscribe, let me know where you're listening. I'd love to know where you're listening. If you're using something that I've never even heard of, like I'm, the other day I found out we was on Podbean, I was like, oh, okay, I don't even know what that is, but sure. Um, please let me know. I'd love to know where you're listening from. Uh, other than that, remember myself, head over to youtube.com slash mcfixer for my personal channel. I will have an interview going up with uh, Greg Miller one-on-one uh it's about 24 minutes long we get into uh a few personal things and then a few light-hearted things as well uh things are good interview so i'm happy about that other than that i'm gonna have another interview going up with the kind of funny guys a round table interview which will be put up as like a mini cast it's audio only um but yeah youtube go subscribe over there apart from that twitch.tv slash mcfixer is where i stream eight hours a day when i'm not on convention season so starting again next week um if you like gameplay, you like good games, you like a good chat, you like a bit of banter, come and check us out. And if you've got Twitch Prime, you've got Amazon Prime, if you ain't giving it to this guy, you give it to that girl. Alright? Until next week, I'll love you, leave you, and see you all later. Bye! <sighs> Audacity. I need to stop Audacity.